Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. This is episode number 263. We've now done as many episodes as the cost in millions of dollars for the seawall being built around Jakarta. Was it worth it? It's not done yet, so it's sort of hard to say, but not being flooded will be pretty great. But Jakarta proudly stands and will stand evermore. Uh And now they will not proudly swim as often. Yeah, is the sure. idea. I like anything that is reclaimed from the sea. I'm a big fan of the Netherlands <laughs> and uh, <laughs> volcanoes that just appear that didn't used to be there. How about uh, like and recovered sunken treasure? Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. Messages in bottles. Yes. So far, everything. Sushi. Those everything dinosaur sponges that uh, you know reconstitute and become very, very, very large. Oh yeah, definitely that. Yeah. Uh, speaking of. Things. Oh, I didn't actually think of a finished joke for that. Wow. <laughs> I just have all the. I have these blanks to fill in the script, and then I realized in mid sentence I hadn't written that one in yet. Uh, Congratulations, Nick Cage. You broke the show. Of floatsum and jetsum. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Uh, speaking of things that uh, are just skimming the surface. <laughs> no, anyway, uh, this week we're talking about Left Behind, the new reboot of the Kirk Cameron shit show starring Nick Cage instead. And not like a long time. Right? Wasn't this like early two thousands? It wasn't even that old. Early two thousands. Yeah. This is like this is like a Spider Man like style reboot. You know, where it's yeah, like, like the, I remember the last one. The paint is hardly dried on the original boot. <laughs> and here it is again, uh, but this time starring inexplicably Nick Cage, <laughs> uh, who the whole movie looks like he's not sure why he's in this movie. I mean, I think he knows why. It's because they paid him. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah, sure he knows like, why he's in the movie. Okay, he looks like maybe he didn't read the script all the way through. <laughs> Wait, you're telling me <laughs> I don't ever leave this plane the entire movie? I think no. I mean, I think I think it was a stipulation. So like, Nick Cage for most of the movie is just in a green screen cockpit, um, which isn't nearly as fun as it sounds. Because with <laughs> none of the other cast members for most of it. Yeah, so he just, just got paid those U2 tickets. Those are real props. Hard to get. <laughs> Took him two weeks. You're right. I thought you two. I thought you two tickets just were forced onto your iPhone. Now you didn't even have a choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck getting rid of the tickets. The show on your iPhone, you can't get them off. Yeah. Um, before you know it, you're just at at a YouTube concert. Yeah. Before you know, you know everyone is legally U2 now. Yeah. Like that's it, yeah. <laughs> you clicked that thing. You didn't read it, and now you're part now of U2. You, now you're the edge. <laughs> Yeah. All right. That's why they call it U2. <laughs> oh, that was really good. It was good. It was almost too good. Uh, it almost snuck by me. Uh, if you guys, uh, today's episode is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash readweep. If you go to that address, sign up for a free trial membership. You can support our show and get a free audiobook of your choice. Let me introduce you to the panel for today. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, on the on the Twitter, Alex underscore Falcone. And joining us today in New York, as always, in Brooklyn, please welcome out to see Walter Smith, Mr. Chris Smith. Alex, 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 did you get me something from the airport, a place I've never been? <laughs> yeah, that kid needs to learn how to have expectations from before you got to the airport. As far also, as his yeah, going. his his sister like comes from a whole another place with other things in it, and he wants a thing that she picked up from her dad's work. Did you get a a shot glass with the name of our town on it? Yeah, <laughs> I love the airport gifts because it's like I care about you, but only ten minutes before I see you. Right? I, yeah, <laughs> just not way in advance. I care about you today. Mm-hmm. I also like you know. I mean, I like the idea that you didn't ruin your vacation over me, but well, there was a moment yeah. of panic though. And then sort of the moment of, this is good enough. Yeah, maybe I should only request that I get gifts from the airport after people land. They also have really nice headphone stores sometimes, which don't, like, I I don't need that many headphones at the airport, but, like, if you bought me fancy headphones on your way home, I'd appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. But the headphone stores are always blasting music out into the hall. Like, the headphones are supposed to keep the music in. Yeah, Mm. those are bad. They're just so, uh, it would be such a weird time to get it, but I like the idea that you're like, hey, sister, thanks for bringing me a gift from your trip to jakarta what do you get me I'm like 
some oh. Bose Quiet Comfort Free Three <laughs> and this chunk of a seawall. They won't need it. <laughs> also joining us, he's in Northern California, fresh from a day of baby duty. Is Mr. Ezra Fox? D U T Y for the record. Uh-huh. Um, uh, I am co-pilot Chris Smith, and I just got raptured. It was a Chris Smith Screw in this you. movie. Chris Smith. I have so much to say about Chris Smith. <laughs> All Chris Smiths go to heaven. I think that is the lesson of the movie. I would watch that movie. Yeah. Although, also, you guys, in the book, I learned this because I was researching my own name. <laughs> um, in the book, after the rapture happens, he's still there, so he slits his wrist and bleeds to death in the co-pilot seat. What? Oh. No, Chris Smith! Yeah. <laughs> That's why he got yeah. upgraded to saved in the movie. Yeah, exactly. In the movie, he had a chintzy watch, and that saved him. Chris, how do you feel about being the name people give when you want a character to be unmemorable? (laughs) Pretty good about it. (laughs) Feel great. Also joining us today, uh, the very memorable name, he's on Twitter at Schwasound, X-U-A-S-O-U-N-D. In our Portland studios today, it's Schwa. I am so upset that I'm a midget, and now (laughs) I was left out of the rapture. (laughs) I'm just a, you are I'm so just, much more calm than that midget. That, that midget was, was waiting so to start upset. shit. <laughs> just pissed off. He, he was angry. Uh, uh, and, uh, was he the racist one or was the... Yeah, he, he was, was racist, 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 angry, one. a he gambler. Was one? He was yeah. the one who... Oh, oh he didn't, he, he didn't trust he, yeah, the, he, the Middle Eastern man. The Middle Eastern man. Did you... So, Shwa, you uh, really wanted to be on this episode. I really did. Well, okay, so this is... I was I was raised with a lot of this uh, sort of uh, believerness propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Well, we used to we used to listen to the book on tapes on uh, family road trips. So this is my only. Rela- I never saw the Kirk Hammies one. But Did your parents expect that at any moment they might not be driving this car anymore, but their clothes would? That was the hope. Yeah. I mean, that was the, yeah. That was the hope that we were raised with. How long did they think this was out? Because this movie was sort of paced like they thought the apocalypse was off a long way off. Like they were just in no hurry to get anywhere. Yeah, I mean, my grandparents right now, they're pretty sure that it's it's about to happen. Like we had this discussion really like last year. I, here's the thing. Like, I just, Smart I feel people. Like the, rapture, the rapture only could have like taken hold as an idea in a time before Amazon Prime. Because like... <laughs> Like two days, that. two days is about as long as I wait for anything good. <laughs> uh, it's not available on Prime. I don't want it. No, thank even you. Even made his little midget facial hair angry. Okay. You yeah. know, like for, angry goatee. That was definitely like. I I, I feel like kid. we should be talking about this person, but but since you know, for 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 in case we have any people on the show who are uh, uh, little people, Queen just. A proportionate dwarf or, or little person queen from from here on because I do want to talk about him because he Absolutely. is hilarious. Uh, he is really funny and, I, and he's also funny. from the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. You know, the little guy. Mm. Yeah, he was also oh, was I, little I, guy. I, sorry, at least they were casting an actual little person. They weren't doing like the Hobbit where it's like. Like he's five ten, but they just film it from above. Yeah, or Twinkle Toes, where it's Gary Oldman on his knees. <laughs> Whoa, what's that movie? Really, I would have been interested. Yeah. in Gary Oldman on his knees. Um, I, that would have been a different element where it's like, oh yeah, Gary Oldman on his knees doesn't get raptured. We're still talking about as an actor in a movie, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. Was this Vern Troy? No, uh, no. Uh, his name's uh, no, no, no. Martin Kleba. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I hate to like think that all little people in movies are Vern Troy. But <laughs> <laughs> he did look that's a lot a, like Vern Troy. That's a very specific... Um, oh. Yeah. On the other hand, like every giant in a movie, I assume is Andre the Giant. So uh, I wish I wish we could be living in a world where that was still true. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's a real drag. Uh, all right, so let's actually find out what happened in this movie. Chris, you're our summarizer for your freakish recall on dulcet tones today. Oh boy, I would like you to summarize in the style of a hunky investigative journalist. Ooh, okay. I'm happy to do that, but first I will say it's correction. It's not Twinkle Toes. It's Tiptoes. That oh, was no. scary old. Is Twinkle Toes a thing that exists, or did you guys do this? Uh, no, I think that's just the sound that uh, Fred Flintstone's toes make right before he bowls. Oh yeah, goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so, I would. 2003 I, film. Gary Oldman with Dinklage. Ooh, yeah. Twinkle Toes. Like yeah, they, they actually have the the hubris to cast Gary Oldman on his knees next to actual little people. Well, that was a challenge for for Gary Olds there. But wow. 
And guys, but guys, Twinkle Toes, Twinkle Toes is a 1926 silent, silent romantic com, uh, romantic drama. So, oh, okay. I'm stoked on this. One and a half hours. Okay. Sign me up. <laughs> but uh, but guys, cool. let's not forget, gentlemen, let's not forget McConaughey and why we're here. What, Chris? And Dinklage. Chris, what are we not yeah. forgetting? Oh, we're not forgetting why we're here. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. about left behind. Well, I wish let's we not, could. Let's not let that this was... movie get left behind. Chris. <laughs> I'm so bad. That's terrible. Yeah. It's hard to avoid. Yeah. Chris, tell us what happened in this movie. All right. So I couldn't help but overhear while at this airport <laughs> coffee shop table that I was hanging out at, because that's what investigative journalists do. They eavesdrop. <laughs> Um, and then hit on underage girls. Um, but uh, I couldn't help but overhear in my hitting on an underage girl that, uh, the rapture happened. You guys, what if the rapture happens in America present day? Did I just freak you out? Good. Cause here's what happens. What if the rapture uh, happened a day and a half from now so that it's still within Ezra's limit? so uh the movie is called left behind and it is the story of those left behind after the rapture um our main characters are chloe Steele. she's coming home from college and her dad rayford Steele, is uh is planning to be away from home when she gets there he's planning on uh cheating on his newly christian wife with his hot stewardess co-worker because he's an airline pilot and and they're gonna go away to seal the deal you two yeah, tickets. to seal the deal. You two tickets in London on his birthday. So happy birthday to me. That's if me was Ray Steele. Thing to buy for a first getting laid present. God, I, I mean, know. It's, but that's a high expectation. They fly for free though. It's sort of like taking a taking a car ride to well, the you U2 know, presumably yeah, or like a free. hamburger if you own a hamburger restaurant. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's just scaled up. If you, if you own a hamburger restaurant, you definitely give her that. Uh, I gotta go back for one thing. Is Rayford is Ray always <laughs> short for Rayford? I don't think no, it's not. Ray, Usually, Ray, it's Raymond. Raymond. Very Raymond. seldom. Raymond. Very seldom. Yeah. Rayford. No. Any other Rayford? Listen, the other main lead. His name is Buck Mulligan. Because they just wanted, like, okay, you know what? So, crazy fucking names. Was that guy, was, that was his, he wasn't Nick Cage's part in his, was he? Was he the pilot in that one, or was he? No, Rayford Steele is the pilot. That's Nick Cage. No, no, in the Kirk Yeah, Kirk, Kirk Hammes is also the pilot. Oh, he's, no, yeah. No, 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 no Kirk Hammes was, he, he was, he was One Tree Hill. Oh. He was Buck. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. So Chad Michael Murray is Buck Mulligan, an investigative journalist who happens to be flying to London. Well, on this flight, Rayford is piloting the uh, the thing, and my own very favorite name, Chris Smith, is co-pilot. I um, and that Google only knows one Rayford, and it's Rayford Steele. Rayford Steele. And then yeah, below that is fake Rayford. fucking name. Yeah. Actor. God. Um, so anyway, they're on this plane. The, the rapture happens. So where you see uh, a mix of people, all of a sudden, all of the children and all of the good Christians are gone. And in their place is just their clothes neatly folded. Or, Actually, sorry. Chris, to be, Chris, to be clarified, neatly folded in the original movie. In this one, they seem to be sort of... Oh, that's right. That's oh, yeah, right. They're like... Hazard. Uh, Chris, can I jump in and say, uh, Buck Mulligan uh, was the character from Ulysses, apparently. Buck Williams is the guy that we want. Okay. <laughs> So I, I keep trying to class it up with a little Joyce. Yeah. <laughs> really, the one. really great job naming people left behind. Right <laughs> yeah. <here>. Buck <laughs> Williams, my God. Uh, too many Rayfords. So, <laughs> so whereas the, uh, the so this is a reboot of a I think 2001 movie with Kirk Cr- Cameron 2003 something like that, mm. um, where not only are they on this plane and the rapture happens, but then they land the plane and the world is thrown into chaos and there's this whole big to do about a minor. Uh, Eastern European politician who becomes who is the Antichrist and is trying to rule the world and there's there's a bunch of other stuff going on in Does this that reboot. In the Kirk Cameron first movie. It does. Yeah, I remember that from the yeah. books. I, yeah. I expected like, yeah. a lot of Antichrist. Yeah. Kind of so in, in, in this movie, though, right, none of the other drama really happens much. Most of the movie is Nick Cage on a plane trying to calm people down. Yeah, and the movie then also imagines the story as what if it was just about Nick Cage and the landing gear. Yeah, yeah because yes. there there is mechanical trouble on the plane for for mysterious reasons. Physics stop working, so cell <laughs> no, phones, sat phones, and radar. The autopilot was also Christian. 
Oh, <laughs> and he got raptured, so the plane just doesn't know how to fly anymore. I mean, yeah, there are no atheists in computer codes. Exactly. Funny. Say yeah. what you will about um, Kirk Cameron, but I mean, he can keep a plot moving, apparently. So, like, we, yeah. we, a lot more ground we got covered. This is really just stuck in, like, the worst uh, 20 minutes of Die Hard 2 is really where we were. I like to think that we were stuck in the gravity well of Nick Cage's gravitas. <laughs> From which no movie can escape. We didn't, out we didn't out of which like, no Nick movie Cage can escape. We got yeah, a minor, there was a real minor like he figured like it a, out. Yeah, I thought we'd get a good one. Nobody he, even nobody poured bees liner. on his head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. The no, bees all got raptured. Is the thing. These are these are pretty good. responsible. Yeah, he's That's a pretty so responsible calm pilot. The passengers, especially those entitled assholes in first class, are freaking the fuck out. Can we talk about the cast in first class because it was. Quite the cast. Yeah. It, oh yeah. Uh, so serious? you've got a uh, like a senator's daughter. You've got uh, a, a football. Daughter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah strung like, out right. with a drug problem. You've got a football player's wife right, and her young daughter. Gaga? Was that Lady Gaga? She no. Seemed a little Lady, Lady Gaga-ish. I yeah. thought that that might. I, I didn't think it was actually her, but it was like somebody doing a Lady Gaga impression. Let's just yes. let's call her that. From she was Gaga-ish. Gaga-ish. Yeah. yeah. I mean. Yep. Um, also, uh, her name was uh, Lady, <laughs> Lady Gogford. <laughs> Godford Gaga. <laughs> nah. The uh, the football players, the, the psychotic football players. Sorry, the football player's psychotic wife uh, was played by uh, American Idol uh, Jordan Sparks. Ooh. Yeah, American Idol winner Jordan Sparks. And she kidnapped who'd that fell. kid, right? Yeah, well, it's hers, but but yeah, also I mean, actually, God kidnapped that kid. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, God. Before God. God recalled the kid for like faulty manufacturing or something. Yeah. It wasn't like also a... like a few of the old people and Buck's like technician sidekick, mm-hmm. huge black dude. Yeah, was... that guy. That guy. Was, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then there was the uh, the there was a Middle Eastern guy, descript Middle Eastern guy. The... There was an old couple of which only half of them got to go to heaven because the other one had poor memory. I think was yeah. That was weird. It's like oh yeah, there was someone who was my savior. I cannot remember who that was. Uh, <laughs> shit. Who was my savior? Oh well, I'll just stick around Did here. The U.S. Marshals always sit in first class. No, air marshals routinely do not sit in I first class. I don't think that's supposed to be the way it is, right? I would imagine that would be a, a, that would be less. I don't know. It seems like it's first class people are less likely to kill yeah, people. Yeah, more things to marshal in the yeah. back. Free right. drinks. It seems like if you can afford first class, capitalism's going pretty well for you. Hmm. Maybe you don't yeah. want to take it out. But the, yeah. so the little guy was a, a a gambler. That's why he was in first class, right? Yeah, yeah. They kind of, they kind of like explained the financial like. I actually really that it was I diverse. liked that part where it was like the like the football player's wife mentioned that her husband had been sick and he immediately makes a, like tries to place a bet from the air. Or no, he he fell on his arm and his arm was sore. Oh yeah, his arm was sore. Like that. I like that. That was some good insider <laughs> sports betting knowledge. And the, yeah, he started like shuffling around his fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chris, uh, here's what I think everyone wants to know. What America wants to know: uh, Does he land the plane safely? Well, there's some mechanical trouble, and his his daughter Chloe, who's been struggling with stuff on the ground because she's left behind as well, uh, actually finds an abandoned uh, under construction road near the mall, mm-hmm. where because all the airport uh, runways are full. There is just enough room to land his plane, and so she uses a pickup truck to clear the way, and in an act of heroism, Rayford Steele does his fucking job, and he lands that plane. (laughs) And movie. And that's that's the the book. book. Really, it's mostly a a will-he-land-that-plane sort of drama. Yeah, yeah. Like a long time before there is any drama, and then that's pretty much the only drama, and then he does land the plane, so... Yeah, it, it seems to be like a, and the world keeps turning, like and it's the, only the beginning. The question was, the immo- the the unstoppable force that is Nick Cage, and the immovable object that is the Left Behind series. <laughs> and it turns out, Nick Cage is infinitely stoppable. Yeah, really unstoppable <laughs> force. Yeah, the, the Left Behind stops stoppable. the shit out of that guy. Yeah, LaHaye, Jenkins, looking at you. <laughs> All right, you guys, well, let's jump in. Now, normally, we start and end every, day, every show with a compliment, but we have a very special thing today because huh? we had what? a super fan that we wanted to thank. Oh, you remember right. this, Chris. Yeah. We yeah. Had a, so we've had this a super secret donation program set up on readdashweep.com for a while. And by secret, I mean it was just kind of buried through a few clicks and we never talked about it. And yeah. so Darcy is 
won the contest and discovered that button. And Yay, Darcy, you clicked the button. You did. So we really, we're so appreciative of Darcy for signing up to be a recurring spon- uh, do- donator, uh, a super fan. Anyway, so instead of compliments today, because Darcy is equated with all things that are goodness, today we are going to start and end with a Darcy. We call it the Darcy Sandwich. I, I think Chris and I agreed uh, that we would be calling these people uh, Meat Buddies. That's right. I do like, uh, we got meat suits and meat dresses, and you too, if you find that button, can become a Read and Weep Meat Buddy. So I wonder if maybe we should name it something that doesn't discourage people from wanting to be part of it. <laughs> well, I mean, I thought that Heidi... The button's like, already hard to find. Because <laughs> that's just so good. Darcy's Meat Buddy Sandwich is what we're doing today. I, you know, let's, let's pull all the people who are members of this group and see if they want to be called Meat Buddies. Uh, let's find out. Hey, Darcy. You have some control now. <laughs> okay. Do you yes or no? Do you want to be our meat buddy? <laughs> meat buddy sounds like the next like hookup app. Meat buddy sounds like the worst cart in all of Portland. <laughs> I would not eat that food cart. <laughs> all right. Uh, so so we're gonna. All right, Schwa. So as our guest, you have the right to go first or last in our opening Darcy. This is a compliment. Darcy. No, it's a Darcy. Darcy. It's, it's a Darcy. Darcy. It's better than a compliment. So yeah. So what's what's your what was your major Darcy for this movie? Yeah, you know, I think I'm gonna need a second. Okay, to think you can about go. It. You can go last. Uh, as you're all, you've always been my meat buddy. Why don't you go first in this Darcy? What's your major Darcy? Thanks, meat buddy. Um, uh, you know, say what you will about um, uh, Rayford's dysfunctional like house. He has fantastic hot water uh, because. <laughs> Oh, right, because she got raptured out of the shower. Yeah, and two hours later, later. the water was still running, and the uh, the shower was still steamy. So, like, that's a great point. Huge water heater. Yeah, right. Christians might not be like necessarily big on like on material goods, but they appreciate a good hot shower. And I, because cleanliness next to godliness, all that good stuff. It is right. Yeah, they want to be closer to God, and also cleanliness with cold water is much more difficult. Yeah, Yeah. because your skin puckers. That's a really good that point. is your ringtone of the week, guys. <laughs> I'm going to go second. My major Darcy is that I love that this movie reminded me of another movie where a ragtag group was left behind and had to make their way back to heaven or California. It depends on how you read it. Uh, okay. Bound. Hey! And uh, just like, I think just like that movie... Uh, I think that I, I was just imagining this movie as that movie. Like I think Jesus took uh, went on a road trip uh, and accidentally left his like few thousand super evangelical followers that believe in this kind of thing behind on the road trip, and they had to go. And just like in that movie, uh, I think that in in Left Behind, the main character is an empty husk with a celebrity voice. Hmm? That being Nick Cage, not Shadow. <laughs> now was the um. That was deep. Was was the cat trying to to cheat on the cat's spouse with the golden retriever, I... or was it the uh, the the mutt, the Bruce Willis character? The mutt was Bruce Willis. Yeah, he sung the song. Really? Yeah, Bruno. Yeah. How do you not know this? Bruno? Yeah, Bruno. Bruce Willis had a band in the late '80s called Bruno and the Something or Others, and they had a minor hit. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's the truth, and it's it's god awful. It's real bad, but uh, yeah, he also got the uh, he got the song in that movie too. I thought. Are you, wait, 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 wait. Michael J. Fox. Yeah, Chance was Michael J. Fox, and oh, he was. Sh- Shadow oh, was Don Amici. Oh, which one are we talking about? Yeah, All what? Dogs are you? Heaven? Oh, oh no, no, no! Yeah, you're right. It was Michael J. Fox. Early Dang 90s it! Cartoon dog movie. Are we talking about? <laughs> I was pretty sure Bruce Willis was not the, the Return Martin. of Bruno. That's the tape. <laughs> that's, the na- that's the name of the record Anyway, my point is that Nick Cage was a hollow husk But we had Nick Cage's voice, so I liked that It seemed like he was a puppet with a Nick Cage voice Alright that's, that's my Darcy uh, if you Because guys don't his like movements it, you... were stiff and uh, yeah. and wooden Yeah, exactly His mouth and barely moved, but you heard his voice Yeah, and he was always like, you know, controlled by strings Thank you, Chris, I appreciate your help <laughs> not, everybody's not necessarily on board with my Darcy because it was too complicated. I like the idea of like a, a very fixed jointed Nicolas Cage. I do too. 
It just makes me sad, I think, because that's why I'm not jumping in more. I just, it bones me out. I, I want, I want my Also, because you thought Bruce Willis was in Homeward Bound, and that's like... I did, to be fair. There's that was somebody me. yelling at home right now. Like, <laughs> it wasn't... Yeah, it was I, Bible Goes West. I've listened to other... To, I've listened to podcasts where they get something wrong that I know, and it is so, infuriating. So irritating. And what's even worse... And we is like, do it all the time. I get everything constantly. wrong. And and yeah. what happens is like five minutes later they realize it and they fix it and I'm like halfway through an angry letter. <laughs> wow. and I'm like, oh, okay, you guys are right. Well, I mean, we don't get app. enough letters, angry or otherwise, really. So so you know, podcast at readthisweek dot com. Yeah, right in. People are better yeah. at doing it on Facebook. We get plenty of corrections on Facebook. <laughs> that's well, so that's I'm the one who screws these things up, so it's nice that it's you guys. Anyway, let's move on. Chris, what is your major, yeah. Darcy? Uh, my major Darcy is not only is Nick Cage maybe a giant puppet, um, he's also a damned competent pilot. And as we all know, or confident, I, I did say competent. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, and Con Air. Like, <laughs> he was super cool with the fire on the wing. He's like, oh, cool. yeah. Actually, well, he's calm, but also yeah. he should not be that screwed up by autopilot being off. Well, right. So not only, I mean, learning how to be a pilot and flying a plane in a straight line or turning on autopilot isn't that hard, but he does a great job at keeping the passengers in line. When the passengers start to frickin' riot, what he does is he lowers the air pressure in the cabin so the masks drop, and I'm like, oh, I'm always such a fan of when the masks drop. Whenever I'm in a plane, I want the masks to drop. Oh, I don't think you do. No, and, and like I remember the movie Hook, where Jack is throwing the ball at the ceiling in, oh, yeah, in, in the pan, and, the and then the mass drops. I always want to do that. Oh, man. So the mass drop, and everybody else is filled with delight and glee in the low-pressure environment, so they go sit down to breathe the oxygen, which, of course, sedates them, like Hindu cows, as Fight Club would say. And then, therefore, he has them seated. They're, they're relying on the oxygen for life-giving breaths, and then they're no longer threatening the life of young hot Hattie. Plus, yeah. I think having that the mask drop gives you a chance to learn about people's character and who is paying attention during the early safety lectures. Oh, yeah, if somebody's struggling, they're they deserve to die. You, you got to pay attention. You always do your mask first, before then you the help children. The old person. It's great or that the he was helping the old person, but if you don't put your mask on first, you might pass out, and then no one helps either of you guys. So also, yeah. masks for infants may be available. <laughs> I was so upset when he did not put his own mask on first. I was like, you're going to kill us all. Um, you know, I, I bet there is probably, like, other emergency protocol, though. It's like, like, hey, guys, uh, instead of rioting, uh, here's just, you know, a movie. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to play the cutting edge. If you were on the ground and they deployed the slide, I would totally stop my riding to try. I, I'm like, Chris wants the mask. I've always wanted to ride the slide out of an Well, airplane. of course we want the slide, but the plane's in the air. Chris, <laughs> Alex, you have to uh, you have to remove your uh, your high heels first, though, if I remember. That's oh. right. Remove your shoes and do not take anything with you. Anything with you. What I like you. is that you throw yourself a foot or so out and then land on your butt and then you go down. Yeah. That's a way to ride a slide. Oh, I did some I did some stunt falls this week off of some thirty or forty foot high scaffolding. What? Maybe thirty feet? Yeah, uh, as part of a bachelor party, and um, yes. it was basically exactly like that. I think. Ez and Chris, I'm now officially disappointed in the bachelor party you put through for me. Uh, I'm disappointed in the one you put through for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, maybe still single. We'll have a chance to remedy this because we are definitely doing thirty foot stunt falls at the next bachelor <laughs> party I'm involved in. <laughs> That is pretty. Did you land in a garbage can? No, it was one of those large, like ten, like ten foot high inflatable, oh, like big lung things, cool. so it could absorb a fall of up to a hundred feet. Oh, it was yeah. awesome. You, first, they taught you how to land on your back. Yeah, no. Well, first you have to learn how to land on your back and be totally relaxed, so you're spreading the impact up over maximum uh, area. Right, because I would catch myself with my ankle probably. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Um, but um, it was really fun and easy. It was you want to plug this place? This is a New York place. Uh, yeah, it's in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Um, it's called Hollywood or NYC Hollywood Stunts or something like yes. that. Yes. All right, I'm going next time I'm visiting you. All right, we gotta we gotta move. Uh, Schwa, it's Darcy. that was your time. Not What's a lot to Darcy, Darcy? Uh, about in this movie. There's about three three things I really liked in it. Um, start with the one. Start with I really liked how, uh, in order to build like dramatic in the in the tense parts of the movie, they just went to straight drum solo. 
That was all that was yeah. happening. <laughs> Audio was just... Or random musical stings with a midi horn. There was a lot of really bad midi horn and a lot of just like straight up like Family Ties score sort of like 80s score. That guy got some work finally. But when it was like a really tense part or anything intense was happening, they just went to straight drum solo with lots and mm. lots of like China Crash cymbal. It was, mm. just, it was impossible for me. Not just, I was like, this is just a drum solo. You don't feel tense. You feel excitement. Like, finally, we've gotten to that point in the song. Uh, what point? No, the point of the drum solo? Well, there's a drum solo. <laughs> yeah, because there's, there's drum solos in all sorts of songs. I, there's never been a song where, that cut to a drum solo that I was disappointed about. I, okay. Schwat, <laughs> you just brought Schwat. respect for me drain out of his face. I can't I even that. think of a song with a drum solo that isn't off of Led Zeppelin Four. Like, I don't even know... <laughs> Alright, well now it's time We're going to get into our anti-Darcy's So we're going to uh, leave Because Darcy's great And this is this is things that are not things great that are not Yeah, great. beware Darcy the anti-Darcy Darcy is great and persistent At website hunting and generous uh, so I feel like be- we're accidentally creating like a um, a religion here, right? So like the, after the rapture, there's the anti Darcy that rises up, and um, oh, beware, yeah. he's gonna yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, and he's got some political aspirations, but it's kind of cute, and he's not gonna click that button. No, 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 he's no. not gonna click he it. He would never be a meat buddy, not the anti Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, it's so bad that it's probably gonna stick. Uh, anyway, so let's, uh, let's get in with our anti-Darcy's. Let's leave our neatly file- folded piles of hates on a chair and uh, and then just disappear. So, I can and- start with that, actually. Yeah. So, um, so, so we're at we're at the mall, all right. When um, when everyone gets raptured, like forty five minutes in. Sure, Chloe's there with her shitty little brother. Yeah, her shitty little brother, who's gonna be like a great baseball player someday, but he's <laughs> he not. runs a like a liar. bag of rocks. What a liar. <laughs> You're the best baseball yeah. player in the world. <laughs> That's why you didn't go to heaven, Chloe. He's a kid. <laughs> Lie to each other. Um, but but what happens is uh, when the rapture happens, a bunch of like clothing falls from the ceiling. Which, like, those kids were not safe in the first place if that's what happened. Why were those kids tied to the ceiling? (laughs) What was the plan? Best insulation ever. I guess, I mean, here's a a hate to chain on that. Let's say you're in a plane, Uh and all of a sudden, your two children just up and disappear. Turn to clothes. Okay. What do you want to hear more? Your child has been raptured and is in heaven and will never come back, or your child is naked and in the cockpit with our naked co-pilot. <laughs> Wait, co-pilot? This is a Chris Smith issue? Well, Chris Smith also got raptured, right? His clothes are also left behind. Oh. I don't want Chris Smith to be in there with... I, I never thought of the other side of this, like the naked heaven, where yeah, naked Chris just... Smith and naked children are all hanging out. Yeah, I'm not sure that's like a net positive. No, <laughs> that makes takes, me uncomfortable. The irony, it says in Revelations I, that they take your penis when you go to heaven, so it's just like Ken doll stuff. Wait, 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 wait. Where do they put it? <laughs> wait. <laughs> I thought it was the thing that, like, if you're missing an arm in heaven, you get your arm back. Yeah, I mean, well, like, have they also chop off your dick? No, they don't chop it off. It's just gone. It's more of like yeah, well, a rub. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what? Chris, what do you think they made your arm out of? It's it like was your dick. Sand. Not like a rub you put on. So is there like there's the? That's how I pee. (laughs) How you pee in heaven? heaven. There's no peeing in heaven. There's no eating in heaven. It makes me very uncomfortable. Like I don't think my heaven would involve just a smooth Kendall area down there. No, but you're orgasming all the time. Like being in heaven oh. is an, is a constant state of orgasm. It's exhausting. It's, it's, it's a constant state of orgasm. Man, I need to hydrate, but then I can't pee. You can't. There's no peeing. Some Gatorade. In- <laughs> There's no Gatorade in heaven. I, this is a slippery slope. Then we don't we don't have to eat, or so then do we like we also Kendall over our mouths and our internal organs. No, but huh. you have to be able to sing hymns. Oh right, right. Yeah. But it could be well, brain singing, right? Yeah, can't brain, brain singing. Like I mean, I can't. Do? You said that. I can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you both, both of you guys said that those was perfect. So confidently, like it was a thing people already knew. <laughs> yeah, brain singing. You know. <laughs> yeah, there's like yeah, the thing octopuses do. Neither of those I, are things. I can't brain sing for a while without needing to like you know get some electrolytes back. I'll need some. Yeah. Irritated in that octopus. And cephalopods going to work. Because you live in a fallen electrolyte-deprived world, Ezra. <laughs> I, 
wait, so how come, I guess a, a separate hate, how come everyone wears a watch in this world? Everyone who's good like wears a watch and leaves it like... Oh, ne- this brings to- me to my hate. It's because the okay. apps are the worst apps that have ever come. Did you guys <laughs> oh, not on see Sat phone? the Sat phone brand Sat phone? <laughs> oh, well, the phones were weird. How come everybody had Sat phones? How come everybody was making calls from space? I can't believe you guys didn't notice the atrocity that was the applications in this movie. Oh, I definitely so noticed them. The compass them. was literally like the Ptolemaic <laughs> map from 1314. I did see that. And it was that a was picture of a compass. Uh, the, and the maps looked like poorly designed, uh, but <laughs> they spent a lot of their budget on Nick Cage. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Oh, and the school bus. Don't forget the budget went straight. To <laughs> oh, right. oh, that was really bus. surprising, actually. The no, that, that was the most surprising thing. A yellow top. Uh, my so it, wait the, the school bus saying? really quickly. So the the entire bus of kids gets raptured, but also the school driver, which seems really unlikely. <laughs> Oh, that's that's a pure person of faith who was just helping people, right? And puts up with those kids all day long. I mean, that's, that's a saint, right? That's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I will. That's, that's, she's oh yeah, she's so definitely going to heaven. There's at least one of those. Yeah. She's going to get after. Yeah. I, I will like say, idea, what if I wish one of those kids got left behind? Like one of the kids was like, right, just one. Of the one. Kids must be a dick, right? Yeah, like, yeah. There's always you've at least had enough. One bully. You're ten. You've had enough time to do some real bad shit. And yeah. that's the other problem, right? If they're all the kids are in heaven. Heaven is full of bullies. Just like wedgies <laughs> everywhere. Oh. <laughs> so it's just Stacy. Kenball bottoms. Also, my idea of heaven is definitely a world without kids. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, so you're the guy no just... more kids? Are Christians? Well, this is awesome. This really is the, the, the dirty the dirty trick of this whole movie is that everybody on earth would not be freaking out. They would be so it's stoked. Sweet. Yeah, so it's not left behind, it's taken away, and you're like, thank God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, population generally improved. We're all yeah, and the kids go away once. It, it is all kids worldwide, but then also all all the good Christian adults. Right? Yeah, all the evangelical Christian adults, because like it doesn't matter if you ha- live a great life. If you, in, in your he- heart, doubt Jesus, then you're not. Like that's the yeah, or right. if you're Catholic or oh, something. Yeah, yeah if you're Catholic, Catholic if you're any number of other things. Yeah, but but the thing like that this movie really does. I think uh, that's different than the first one is they show just how much chaos it would be if only a few airline pilots stopped piloting the plane. And there's just like car crashes. There's like single engine plane crashes that go on in the mall. I love there's just this. craziness. I love the ver- vision of the world that evangelicals have of like what we would all do if they disappeared. Like the second the kids disappear, someone smashes a window and grabs a TV. The looting starts immediately. Like, the evangelical <laughs> part of this world believes that all of us are just, like, the Catholics, the Muslims, we're all just, we, nobody can wait to smash a window and steal a TV, but we're like, oh, that lady looks like an evangelical, can't do it right now. They're a Christian yeah. about. That's the only <laughs> thing stopping me from looting, right? I can't even believe it on the show. It's just because of the, the evangelicals is keeping me from looting. Otherwise, I'd just be all about smash and grab. Also, a baby might yeah. see you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or yeah, a baby, baby might right? see you. <laughs> like, or a baby might catch me in the act of looting. <laughs> I, it, also... If this many people just disappeared, there's a lot of just unoccupied TVs and houses. Like you don't need to, you don't need to loot. No, there's, right? there's more than stuff. enough to go around. Yeah, surplus is what just happened. Yeah, everybody's rich. There's no kids. It's cheap. It's cheap. Living. Also, planes don't just fall out of the sky <laughs> when the pilot disappears. This is a th- autopilot will get you most of the way, and we have proven you can talk people down from space. Yeah. We have? Well, you, you you can talk people down, you can talk people off, they, but when <laughs> autopilot stops failing... That is not right? a job for the air traffic controller, Chris. That is a Are you sure? Path. We're living in a fallen world, Alex. That's <laughs> anywhere. Everyone's like, all the Christians and babies leave, everyone reserves the phone sex right away. <laughs> Smashing TVs and getting uh, phone sex. New York no. Tower, this is uh, W964 <laughs> Heavy. Uh, just like you to talk me off real quick before I get over the international date line. Copy that. How heavy are you? <laughs> the following radio play was brought to you by re-weep.com slash Amazon. Go to this address whenever you buy stuff online and part of your purchase goes to save the world. I mean this podcast. It helps this podcast and does little else for the world. Mm-hmm. Laser armed for testing. Thanks, Dr. Johnson. Three, a two, one. Pew pew! You've done it! 
That's a major breakthrough in energy output. That's right, Dr. Johnson. And with a laser the size of a suitcase, do you know what could happen if this ever fell into the wrong hands? I think you'd be meaning the wrong pause. Born in the fires of a space volcano, he bravely fought in the space crusades for both sides. Now, Space Shark is locked in perpetual battle against the dreaded pirate lion, who wants to rule the galaxy and then preen and take a nap. Today's episode, Laser, I Hardly Know Sir. Part one. Space Shark. Yes, Space Pig? Would you calm down? I'm trying to read here. I'm sorry, Space Pig. I can't calm down. I haven't heard from Pirate Lion in over two weeks, and I'm worried he's up to something big this time. I understand, but pacing isn't helping. I'm, I'm a shark. If I stop moving, I'll die. Then channel into something more productive, like, uh... Incoming transmission. Space Hawk, are you there? Yes. I'm here, Mr. President. Good, good. I can't see you. Why can't I see you? Uh, Mr. President, I believe you have your thumb over the camera. Like this? Uh, no. Better or worse? Uh, much, much worse. Sorry, I'm terrible with this stuff. No, don't worry about it, Mr. President. Uh, is something wrong? You've never called me on our on my home something hologram before. Something is terribly wrong. Somebody broke into the unnecessarily dangerous research division of the Space University. Oh, no. How does a place like that even get funded? <sighs> Tell me about it. They do some weird shit. No, no, no. Seriously. How do they get funding? Oh, no, I I did it. I, when they asked for money, I thought, what's the worst that could happen? And what did you decide? The worst thing would be if they created a giant weapon called the Highly Directional Laser Magnifier Array that has the power to destroy the whole galaxy, and then an evil combination lion-pirate breaks in and steals it all. You're right, that would be terrible if Pirate Lion got his hands on the Head Llama. Head Llama. Head Llama. Head Llama. H.D. Llama. There's got to be a better acronym than that. No. That's the best we've got. So you you funded it and it went wrong? What happened? Pirate Lion stole the head llama. I am shocked. This is what I look like when I am shocked. I can't see Space Pig. Does he look shocked? It, not even a little. I don't get it. Wh- what are we going to do, Mr. President? Well, that's up to you. You're the only one who has the ability to stop Pirate Lion from destroying the whole galaxy. Uh, go to it. President out. Mr. President, you're still here. <clears throat> How about now? Nope. Mm-hmm. And, um... Well, just pretend I left when I said the thing. Well, okay, that's fair enough. What do we do, Space Shark? We aren't prepared for a battle of this size. We need to get new goggles, uh, mustache wax, a bunch of travel-sized shampoos, a couple of replica ninja swords, maybe, a flashlight, two flashlights, new jeans... A Kindle, another flashlight, just in case the first two break. Oh, that's fine. I'll just order all of that from read-weep.com slash Amazon. Great prices and uh, insanely huge selection. And I get free two-day shipping because I'm a Prime member. And, of course, I support my favorite podcast. Let's see, where's the flashlight? That's good thinking. In two days, we'll be ready to stop the pirate lion. Great. I'm going to go back to pacing. Will Space Shark and Space Pig get their flashlights in time? Or will Pirate Lion use the Head Llama to destroy the whole galaxy first? Find out next week on the continuing adventures of Space Shark, brought to you by read-weep.com slash Amazon. <clears throat> I'm still here, by the way. I can hear everything. How did you get elected? <laughs> Tell me about it. No, no, no. Seriously. How did you get elected? Oh, uh, yes. Corruption. Ah. That'd do it. Space Shark! Space Shark! Space Shark! Space Shark! Space Shark. He's- All right, you guys. Uh, so the next thing I want to do, here's what I was wondering. Uh, I was watching this, and I was thinking, you're on a plane, right? All of this happens. Sure. Do you assume... Okay, and you, there's this one theory that there's a rapture. Mm-hmm. But let's assume, for the sake of argument, that that's not possible. What what do you what do you do? What happened? How do you deal with that on the airplane? Oh, it's sort like, of like what, how would you fail to survive? But it'd be like how would you fail to win an argument? Well, I certainly would wouldn't go around pointing fingers at every Muslim I see. Yeah, that was not a great start for anybody. I would yeah. assume that I did it to blame everybody else. Also, it seems like no one could have pulled that trick off that is on this plane. Yeah, okay. it's either uh, quantum mechanics or a trick of the air pressure. Uh, I mean, guys, I would assume that I did it and that it was a dream. Oh, but so how, how would you react if you thought it was a dream and you did it? Like, what would you do? What would I do response? then? Yeah, do you just go around like turning light switches on and off, or is like the way that you wake no. up from a dream by going to sleep in that dream, so you would immediately panic and try to take a nap? 
<laughs> then you go into the dream again. Then it moves even slower. <sighs> I don't know how that works. I, I would like get some the, free peanuts. I think my best theory on the plane, my favorite theory, was the was the woman who thought she had been drugged and then all of this happened. She seemed yeah. Good, yeah. That seems like the only reasonable answer is that I was gone while this happened. Because otherwise... It's my husband. Yeah. My ex-husband. Yeah, it's I all like elaborate that. hoax. Yeah, he's paid every one of you. I like that idea, too, the idea that someone paid everybody. Like, just the best con job. Yeah, an improv-specifically here event. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I also like the idea uh, that maybe they just get really pissed off at David fucking Blaine. I think he probably did this. God. <laughs> or Chris Angel. <laughs> yeah. All of the children are gone, but I left their clothes. <laughs> that's, also that's, was this things. your card? <laughs> <laughs> and then there's a celebrity who's just really freaked out by it. Oh my god, how'd he do no. it? Chris um, Evans. Whoa. I. What about this? Here's, here's what I think is more likely. Uh... I can't really sustain a conversation with the person next to me for, like, 30 minutes on an airplane. No, Jesus, So I can't sure. imagine I could sustain, like, a freak out for, like, an hour. Oh, no. So, like, like, as soon as gonna... someone sits down next to you and doesn't have a book or a laptop or something, you're like, oh, this person's planning on chatting. I cannot handle this. Yeah. So I'd be like, it's like, look, everyone disappeared. Maybe everyone didn't disappear. I can't figure it out right now. Let's just land first. I'll be on my Kindle. I've got some Breaking Bad to get through. Let's do this. Yeah, yeah there's no kids yeah. on this plane. It actually just got a lot better. It's got a lot yeah. better. There's a ton of kids on that plane, too. There, oh, there There's, would've... like, a lot. Yeah. It seemed awful. I mean, there, there's someone, right, was just, like, with Bose headphones and, like, a sleep mask who is just asleep for the entire time, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, yeah, that's like, the has, thing. Has, that's has totally what Noise-canceling <laughs> headphones and a, and, a, and a sleep mask, and I am just, wake me when we get to London. Yeah, a lot yeah. of these guys, they must have, a lot of people must have taken Valium just to get through a flight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're melatonin. Oh, what is that, six hours? Mm. More than that. New York, yeah. London? Yeah. Uh, six, six and change. What I was think. the Concord? If I could have like, a, imagine this uh, movie had been in the Concord. It was like, was that like, like six three hours or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It like cuts it in half. Well, if you're Asian man with crazy theories in first class, you are thinking that maybe there's a hyperjet that can go Mark 40. I did like him too. I, I liked, he was one of my favorites. The inertia alone, the G's would kill you. Well, so let's like, say, can we talk a little bit about the differentiation between the old movie? Because I didn't see the old movie. Uh-huh. So well, the old movie, like, and there's like there's three of them at least, and there's like 22 yeah. books. Yeah, it goes on forever. Uh, yeah, the old movie is a lot more like the book, where like yes, they land the plane and it's sort of tense there for a sec, but so much more of it is has to it's do like, with yeah, it's like, like the, the first like the UN. 15 minutes or so. Yeah, and also yeah, the, there's a lot more UNs without being on fire. It's just like yeah. air to ground wheels, the whole thing. Yeah, way plane My favorite thing in this entire movie was when she thought, when she thought that flashing the brights, when he was coming into Manhattan, <laughs> she thought that you could see her flashing her brights. Yeah. Like, can you see me now? I'm in a, I'm truck, in a truck, my I Ford F-150 brights, <laughs> you're flying into the most populous city, <laughs> island in the world. And... Everything's on fire from all the looting. <laughs> Yeah, although a sudden explosion that she makes with gasoline, and damn, she was lucky not to blow herself up. Yeah. Um, Or unlucky. It seems like kind of a bummer of a world to live in. Yeah, it's kind of a push either way. way. Oh, well, then it's good she survived. I don't know what that has to do with that. Leah Thompson's her mom in the movie. Oh, it's the actual... And it's her actual daughter. Uh, I wonder if she's actually annoyed by her mom's religion. I do love Leah Thompson. Wait, is that true? That's true, yeah. It was Leah Thompson's daughter. Chloe, I, Chloe no, actually, Thompson. I think I think you're thinking of something else. I think it was actually Bruce Willis. Bruce Willis <laughs> was playing, playing Emma, playing. <laughs> it was just the dog who played Chance. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was the mutt. Uh, uh, well, okay, so we can talk about more more differences between this and that. I, the thing is, I can't say that this was notably worse than the first one because I remember hating the first one. But also, both of them are so just, much less happened though. That is true, but also they're both so just intensely boring. Is this the movie where they melted the Golden Gate Bridge? What? No. I'm going to say what? no confidently, but I'm not... There was an obligatory like, Golden Gate Bridge destruction scene in this one. I can't remember which one it was. I think Maybe the guy got, the got like, a sunburn or something, right? Okay. Are you talking about Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Are you speaking about... No, no, I think... It's every movie. Every think... movie's got a Golden Gate Bridge disaster <laughs> thing. Yeah, Pacific Rim, Godzilla. Right. X-Men 3. Dude, Gone Girl. No, that was Statue of Liberty. Mm, Zodiac. <laughs> there's no. There's doesn't the guy get the sunburn? 
Like, isn't there? Is that this one? Where That's close encounters of the third kind. The Golden Gate Bridge melts because the ozone layer opens up. I'm or... so confident that it's not this movie, but I have no idea what you're talking. I, about. Yeah, I'd watch that. Guys, write in. Tell us what that was. I have it in my was, notes. Was it, was it, it a Veggie Tales? Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> somewhere, somebody is like really pissed off right now, and they're like also doing they, a uh, deep house cleaning that they've been meeting to catch up on, and they're, like, scrubbing some grout, and they're like, God damn it. I can't figure out which movies I've seen. Um, also, uh, Leah Thompson spells her name with a P, and Cassie Thompson, who was uh, Chloe, uh, spells it without a P. So the P either got raptured or they're different. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was just a... Uh, I thought she was yeah. terrible. That what? girl, the main girl in this movie? You guys watch some shitty movies, man. <laughs> <laughs> like... You're there's really there's a now. lot of really like bad good movies you know like I'd really like to do Drive Angry with you guys. Did you guys ever see Drive Angry? No. That is like one no. of the best terrible Nick Cage there, movies. There are a lot of bad movies that are fun, and we do some of those, but the bulk oh. of them are more like this. God, they're bad. And we've just been drowning in just cheesy religious movies recently. I, I yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm gonna call a moratorium. Like no more religious movies. Like I don't know until. Until the March. rapture. Until, Until the March, March too, which is in March. I don't, Gosh. I don't know. Until March? What was the last one? Yeah. Burpo? Remember we did the Burpo movie? Yeah, we, we did, did Burpo. Burpo movie. We did the, the, the VeggieTales. Yeah. yeah. The philosophy student who's got some feelings about God. Oh, yeah. That was that was rough, too. Is that the case for uh, God? Guys, real God quick. Dead. Um, since since if, if we didn't all get raptured, uh, maybe Chris... Might have, but if everyone else was around, what would you? How would you make the best of the situation? How would you make that was my next question? How do we rapture the the non-rapture? I I mean, I think that in the immediate short term, I would notice very little difference. Yeah, I live in New York. I just yeah, I just don't (laughs) think the the evangelical population is as high as they think it is in this movie. But the kids thing, right? Like. Oh, I guess yeah. You'd have a lot of like sad. I mean, my some sad young parents. But mostly yeah. it would be like, yeah, I mean, it's like just like school is in session. I just, I just don't see that many kids in a given day. I think, every, I think you know, just humanity would get a lot done. I think we'd, <laughs> we'd definitely cure cancer within a year. I, we'd also be, I think, wouldn't humanity also just be working on a lot of new kids? Yeah, well, that's. I don't actually know. I haven't read the rest of these books, so do we know? Are they allowed to make new kids, or is it like if you but wouldn't have sex? They can try at least. As soon as they're born, they immediately get raptured, and they just have that little blue or pink bonnet <laughs> sitting just, there. They just leave the uh, halfway out, like they, the uh, as they sack <laughs> goes to dust. <laughs> just leave the folded uh, folded womb. <laughs> well, that's just awful. <laughs> I like the idea that as as the baby is being born, it's being raptured, so it's like all of the pain, but then nothing comes I'm out. I'm saying that it's getting like during inception or during what's that? Not conception. Conception is where you put the idea inside you. Nolan movie. Conception. <laughs> that's where you. That's where you make a woman pregnant in her dreams. I think isn't that a pregnancy inside a pregnancy inside a pregnancy? <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want that. Uh, how, what, do you, what about you? How, as how would you spend it? I mean, I think I just have like slightly more TVs, right? Like, there's like yeah, if, like say like ten percent of the population is gone. TV, sure. They don't need their TVs. I'd have one point one TVs now. Right. Yeah. Let's get an extra extra tenth of a TV. That's my share. And that warm blue glow would like comfort you from you know knowing that Caleb is in a better place. Oh, yeah. Caleb. I mean, I don't know. He's he poops on me a lot. I don't know how he could still, like, in good conscience, <laughs> like, get raptured straight away. Like, I, like maybe like a B-list kind of thing. Like, he off the off the guest, like off the off the waiting list. Fine, but like he he's done nothing but destroy like diaper after diaper. Yeah. <laughs> I think just I mean, what you really need to do is you need to get your kid a watch that has John three sixteen. That's how we know. Engraved on the watch. <laughs> He'll know the time and the verse. So, yeah, that's also super confusing because it's written like it's a time. Yeah, so it's yeah, like it John confusing. and then a clock that never moves. Well, I mean, even even uh, evangelical watches write twice a day, right? All right, you guys, let's do the uh, second half of our Darcy sandwich. We're going to go in reverse order. Schwa, you're up quickly. What is your minor Darcy? My minor Darcy is, uh, you know, keep giving Nicky Cage some work, you know? 
I'm happy that he gets money. Didn't yeah. he? I mean, he has like an island and like a pyramid. He does have a pyramid. Um, <laughs> for he bought a pyramid to get buried in in New Orleans. It's like a black obelisk sort of pyramid. Right. Wait, uh, what? Really? Yeah, in New Orleans. Yeah, he bought it during the filming of that uh, Herzog movie that was so good. Um, uh, the one with the bear. National Treasure. The one with the bear. <laughs> National Treasure Two. <laughs> National Grizzly Tre- Man. Grizzly Nick Cage the Grizzly and the bear. He is one of the bears. <laughs> kind of phones it in, but he does get that great freakout moment where he goes. <laughs> I was pumped about that freakout. He even put it together. He had. A, he did have that one really good line where um, she said, "Aren't you scared?" And he goes, "I'll, I'll, I'll be scared when I have time." Or something. <laughs> Wait, are line. you talking about Grizzly Man now or the or the? No, I'm back to the Darcy. Someone ask a bear uh, if it was scared. He, she, the, his his little lover who um, was beautiful. Yeah, Wait, Hottie make Australia. The the yeah. co-pilot or the uh, the the flight attendant. The flight the flight waitress. The flight yeah, the Australian one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she Mickey, goes. Mickey she Wee. goes. Uh, um, Aren't you scared? And he goes, I will as soon as I have time. <laughs> I will be scared. I will scare myself. I will scare. I will scare. I will scare. The thing that was so weird about her was she was like all set to sleep with this pilot, and then and like she's super excited about it, and like to the point where she's laughing at really terrible jokes, and then she yeah. finds out that he was Bad married, joke. and she's she's so pissed, and like she's like deeply hurt that he would trick her like that, and I felt like it was pretty obvious that he was married. I thought she, she should have known. Yeah, she was. Yeah, right. Nick, so Nick Cage cannot be on the market alone for a while, he's right? Nick Cage. Yeah. How do you expect that he's, he's Nick Cage? He's got a yeah. Why do you pyramid. care? He's with you now. You're the luckiest girl in the <laughs> right. world. And and also she's okay. It's not just that it's weird that she's upset. I understand she'd be upset, but it's weird that she's like your wife just got raptured, and now I, and the only thing I instead of thinking like oh, I'm so I'm sorry, buddy, uh, that sucks that your wife just got turned into clothes. Uh, <laughs> But oh, mostly close. she's like... Oh, she was shower. All right, that's true. She's in the shower. Your your wife's tower is unmanned. Yeah. My, yeah. my point is she's not like... She has 0% comforting to him. She's just like, but how does your wife dying affect me? Yeah, she's a little self-centered. Maybe that's why she's not in heaven. <laughs> that's a good point. All right. Continuing back with Ezra. What's your minor, Darcy? Uh, so I guess this is like a... Maybe a... Like a, a glimmer... Like, this is like the half second I felt of like, oh, wow, they might not be racist. But it was only half a second. Um, it was so great. It was so so like at one point. Um, uh, so there's a in first class. There's a guy who, who's Muslim, and um, uh, the uh, yeah, she's the, the, the 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 little, the little person. Um, I mean, there wasn't. You, didn't, you never said like Allah or right. Like uh, just had a right in a Muslim vibe. Muslim hat. Yeah, it was it was like it a was central, central casting. Said Muslim, that's, we we figured it out. Very <laughs> <laughs> nondescript beard. So, anyway, yeah, so um, when when uh, when the little person said like you know like hey I think he did it, uh, like he, you know he was about to have like his features like you know like hey uh, like that's not cool you know we're all in this together. Instead, we said you believe terrorists could develop a weapon like this. That was his logic, not like saying like hey. Just because I'm Muslim doesn't mean that I'm a terrorist. Right. Instead of wow. saying, like, hey, yeah, you're right. You got me. I am a terrorist, but we can't have this kind of technology. Yeah, this is crazy. Du- that was, like, That's doubling a- down on the racism. <laughs> that was the silly part of that statement. That's pretty good. That's oh, my pretty God. Good. That's pretty, That's pretty terrible. Uh, all right. My minor Darcy is... Uh, well, I, so I, I sort of mentioned this earlier, which is that the plane goes haywire because I obviously the autopilot gets raptured because he's in the in the evangelical <laughs> cult, uh, yes. which I think is awesome. But so that led me to thinking about like what other programs go to heaven and which stay. Like Ooh. Instagram probably gets raptured, but Snapchat definitely is staying here, right? Looking, oh, oh you yeah, dirty yeah, bitch, yeah. <laughs> well, I, like the Google self-driving car, right? That definitely gets raptured because it's a kid, mm-hmm. super young. <laughs> Yeah, yeah right. so I, I guess really any any startup though I think uh, feel like should get raptured. Uh, except Grinder. So yeah, bad. except Grinder. <laughs> that is what boring. I'm getting at. It was it was in, impressively intensely boring, and I was I was broadsided by that because it's Nick Cage. That's I really like that was my that's why I had my yeah right unstoppable force. Look, we haven't expected like good out of you for a while, Nick Cage. We've expected like good bad. Yeah, like, Nick you, Cage you is are, so you can count on him to do something nuts. A little bit. Yeah. The nutty and, thing and, he did was they, they photoshopped him into that family picture. 
That was great. That was so good. That's not your family. That's so clearly not your family. I mean, it's almost... They're the actual actors. Take a photo. Spend a minute. He was was never there with all of them. (laughs) We got him for two days. He was only cast for... He was only in cockpit scenes. They couldn't... They couldn't afford to take him outside. I mean, it almost could have been... That'd be great. You guys... You guys, what if they built the cockpit set in Nick Cage's living room in his mansion? So all he does is like show up, put on a jacket, and just go hang out in an easy chair. I could believe it. Actually, he already has it, right? It's like he's like, hey, you guys want to shoot a movie? I have this cockpit in the living room. We can only do airplane scenes because I still own this. Uh, I took it home after Con Air. That's probably true. It's in my island pipe. It's probably the same one from Con Air. Chris, that leaves you. What's your minor Darcy? Well, this is perfect because my comment is actually for the airplane set. Nice. Um, what I love about this is not only are the boundaries between first class and economy or economy plus uh, <laughs> so thoroughly respected that really the first class people could be alone on a set by themselves but for most of this time. you understand why they call it economy plus and not first class minus? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, too it's negative true. Sounding. Yeah. So we both know um, it's an 85%. It's the same thing. It's just whether you make it nice or not. But I also love that they never even bother to care about what happens with the people who sit behind Economy Plus. Like, the Economy section is about eight to ten rows long. And you can't, you and can't afford to have all those actors have lines. No, no, no. So, like, I just love the idea that instead of it just being a really cheap set, which it definitely was, mm-hmm. um, but instead of that, no one cares what happens to the cattle back back in Economy. Yeah. And that the rapture happens, and there's all this yelling from, like, Economy Plus, and they're like, fine, they paid the extra $15. <laughs> they get to be on camera. Yeah. But everybody else is just completely going crazy, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. They're like, my kid is gone, I paid $100 for my bag. Yeah. I don't get any yeah. food or drink on this Six to twelve hour yet? flight, depending on how far away London is. Was there plans to like shoot the rest of the book, and they just said, "No, we're just going to bottle episode it." And this, maybe they wanted to do twelve instead of the normal trilogy. Oh, <laughs> but it did, yeah. it did real bad, right? This movie got like r- did really. Poor oh yeah, it's so. terrible. Yeah, but I, I think it was the idea that if this money. one did super good, they'd keep doing them. I mean, it's it's kind of a radical idea to have like this. Yeah, right. Like you're saying, a bottle episode. It's like it's like my left behind with Andre. Where just everything just takes place in this one hand. (laughs) Nothing else is going on. Now, in the book, doesn't, like, Nick Cage, does he continue on with the stewardess? And they, like, they start the tribulation force, right? Where they... Yeah. They Uh, do. Yeah. No, 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 wait. It's the stewardess, I think, uh, bangs the Antichrist, if I remember. I think tribulation force goes Oh, that's right. uh, Yeah, yeah. It's Chloe and Buck and Ray. No, the stewardess. No, 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 no. Chloe. No, they're the tribulation forces, Chloe and Ray and Buck. I'm sorry, Chris. What was his name? I think you meant Rayford. Rayford. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant Rayford Steele, pilot at law. Rayford yeah. Yeah. Cloifer. 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 Buckington. I just, there's so much other movie. I remember in the books, I was thinking, like, if it gets as bananas as the books I remember when I was a kid, like, they would, it would be such an interesting, terrible movie. But they just never got out of that stinking airplane. Yeah, I mean, really, what this is is like, hey, Harry Potter, let's make a movie out of that. Let's not get off the Hogwarts train. Yeah, or Point Break. <laughs> point Break, just the surfing, none of the guns. Well, like, it's, it's, it's lost without the plane crash. Lost is just the plane lands safely at the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's a short loss. Alright, you guys, that is it for our show. We'll be back again next week talking about the Monster Squad. What? This was sponsored. So excited. This was it's getting sponsored. spooky up in her. I can't wait. It's sponsored by Paul, who says that it's an 80s movie and that uh, we're not allowed to watch any trailers or read about it, so I actually don't know, they don't know anything about it, except that when we asked for Halloween suggestions for our upcoming international live show, October 25th hey. at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern, sometime in the UK. You guys gonna have like people call in and stuff? There might be some call in stuff, but we're gonna do a live a live podcast uh, on on Google Plus or Google Hangouts Google on Hangout, air. Yeah, we're sure. gonna do a, a YouTube streaming, whatever it is, and uh, people are gonna join us from around the world, and we're gonna have some games, we're gonna give away prizes, and we're gonna talk about Halloween stuff. And a bunch of people wanted us to watch Monster Squad. Boom, we're gonna take care of that even before the Halloween episode. So, thanks, Paul, for sponsoring that. 
And I look forward to having you all. If you, I think there's still a chance. There might still be a chance to vote on our Halloween movies, so go to read-week.com or facebook.com slash read-and-weep or podcast at read-week.com or at read-underscore-weep. Whichever thing you're into, get in touch with us that way. Tell us what Halloween movie you want us to see. Wolf Cop is still in the lead, mostly because Chris gets a lot of votes. <laughs> yeah, sorry. How, how's Cop Wolf doing? Does is that exist yet? <laughs> nope, this is a real movie. It's about a cop who becomes a werewolf. I was listening to He's our a cop in Canada, as and I finally oh. understand what you meant by Cop Wolf being a different movie. Thank you, thank <laughs> yeah. you. It's a that's wolf a who's a cop. Cops feel on the streets. No, no, that's a wolf, <laughs> He's a wolf that just gets a job at the police academy, as opposed to mm-hmm. co- uh, Wolf Cop, which is about a cop who becomes a wolf. Yeah. <laughs> cop Wolf is fake. Wolf Cop is real for now. Anyway, uh, that's October 25th, 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or Daylight Time. I don't know how the middle letter works. And uh, not great at time zones either. But <laughs> the 25th, at some point, we'll be live. Find out more as we uh, as the details come out. Uh, Read-weave.com. And uh, thank you. Thank you, Paul. I said that. Oh, and thanks again, Darcy. Thanks. Synonymous with goodness. We appreciate so much you signing up for a monthly donation. If you guys out there want to be as good as Darcy, um, I'm going to solve the riddle for you. Go to read-weep.com and click on the green dollar sign, and I have made it a little higher and easier to see. So if you go right there, you click the dollar sign, uh, right right there is an option to sign up for a you, small... You two could be meat buddies. <laughs> small monthly donation. You could be our... <laughs> you can't even say it. I don't think anybody wants to be our meat buddies. <laughs> but we really do appreciate the donations. We appreciate it helping keep the show chugging along. Helping bring content like this to you. <laughs> see, Alex, you see the importance of being first to market with a name, right? That, like, you had a good name that you just, like, I'll, I'll wait I'll wait for a second. I was like, nope, meat buddies. And now it's branded, and it's going to be really tough to get rid of. <laughs> no. Oh, man. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, thanks, C. Walter Smith and Ed Ezra Fox for being here. Hey, man, of course. Of course. And thanks for joining us at Schwa Sound, XUA Sound on Twitter. Thanks for having me, guys. That was a pleasure. Do you tweet about you? You can find your band and stuff through your at Schwa Yeah, Sound? absolutely. Swahili Noise, at Swahili Noise is our uh, band handle, and at Schwa Sound is my handle. And, uh, awesome. That is the Twitters. Thank you for uh, for joining us. Thank you for being, you're, you're getting uh, branded Dude, I did this on thing. tour. This did you watch? During tour, I found my friend in Reno, who uh, the only guy in the world. There's one chance Alex called me because I really wanted to do this. Yeah. Because I'm down for any Nick Cage or any uh, Vinny Deese. Uh, yeah. Either Vincenzo one Diesel. Vincenzo <laughs> Diesel. Yeah. Any anytime we can do one of those. Vinford Diesel. <laughs> Good tag. Uh, yeah. So I I, uh, I I do have to give a shout out to uh, Mr. Mr. Picard who. Uh, oh, good old by, Picard. Uh, yeah, picking me up in the middle of the tour and going to the Sparks 14 at 3 o'clock start? in the afternoon. And we ate runts, and uh, they didn't hold up. Runts don't hold up. <laughs> oh, wow. The banana ones are made of yeah. poison. You, I was really hoping the banana would, but it just... You sucked. heard it here first. Boy. I do like the banana. But anyway, all right, we're going to go. Thanks for being here. We'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. Psh. Nothing from nothing, eat nothing. You got to have something.